Welcome to My Fair Katie, a film review podcast. I, Katie Schimmelk, watch movies with my dad. That'd be me, Scott Schimmick. Together we will dive into sometimes deep but hopefully always fun discussions of classic films. Today's movie is Goodbye Mr. Chips. Made in 1939, this is the story of the career and life of a teacher and that the impact he had on those around him and that his students and his wife had on him. The title character, Mr. Chipping, is played by Robert Dunnott, and Greer Garson plays the love of his life, Catherine. Oh, don't start crying yet. We're just starting the podcast. In 1870, Mr. Charles Chipping, a shy young man, starts teaching at Brookfield, an English boys' school created in 1492. The year you were born. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> Mr. Chipping is a kind man who truly cares for the young lads, but his kindness to a sad boy on the first train to the school backfires as a young student starts crying, making the other boys think that he's being tortured. This results in chaos during the first class. The school's headmaster threatens Mr. Chip with firing for failing to control his class. So Mr. Chip goes overboard with the discipline, which results in the loss of an important cricket match because he keeps the class and the team star for extra work when the match is on. Mr. Chipping is now disliked by the boys and his fellow teachers. This really hurts because he loves teaching and the students, but he is still so shy, which keeps him from making changes for many years. He stays hard-hearted even after he's greeted warmly by the grown man who was that frightened boy on his first train ride to Brookfield. A change occurs when he fails to get the appointment as the head of one of the houses. So, Mr. Chipping allows his one friend, Max, a German teacher, to convince him to take a walking tour of Austria. The painfully shy teacher skips his usual English beach vacation to climb some Alps. During a dense fog, Mr. Chipping encounters Catherine, a modern young woman who is enchanted by his kindness and his old-fashioned manners. Although Mr. Chipping falls in love with Kathy, he thinks that their different personalities and ages would make any relationship impossible. They meet again in Vienna. Their love deepens as they dance the night away. Just as Kathy is boarding the train to England with her friend Flora, she kisses him goodbye. Such a little kiss. But it made such a big difference, didn't it? Yeah. Startled, he runs after the departing train, yelling out a proposal of marriage. She agrees, but... More cannot be said between them as the train pulls away. Fearful that despite their new engagement, he may never find Kathy again, Mr. Chipping is reassured by Max, who with Kathy's friend Flora have already picked out the church. <laughs> she knew he was going to propose. Yeah. Wait, how did they find each other? I'm sure they made arrangements while they were picking out the church in the day. At the beginning of the new school year, the students and staff read the newspaper's report of Mr. Chip's marriage and believe the shy schoolmaster has found a similar sour partner. Then Mr. Chips arrives with his new wife and then Mr. Chip arrives with his wife and are shocked to see how pretty and charming Kathy is. With her nudging, Mr. Chips allows his kind nature to emerge and he gains respect and affection. Kathy dies in childbirth, but Mr. Chip's love for her helps him to keep his friendly nature and advance in his career. Years later, Chips is told that he is going to be fired by a new headmaster who wants to modernize the school. The boys, along with their parents, demand that the headmaster ask Mr. Chips to say. 
Several years later, when Mr. Chips does retire, he maintains a cottage near the school and continues his closeness with the boys, entertaining them after school and listening to their problems. When World War I begins, Mr. Chips is asked to return and serve as its headmaster, the position which he and Kathy had wished years before. After the war, Chips again retires. He dies dreaming of all of his students not long after young Peter waves to him and says, Goodbye, Mr. Chips. Okay, so this is the first movie we've done that really hasn't been on any of the AFI lists, except he's the number 41 hero, Mr. Chipping. I'm surprised it wasn't on the, the top 100, even the original yeah. one, because it's considered one of the, the all-time classics. Rotten Tomatoes gives it an 82, the popcorn rating of 88, IMDb of 7.8. Not particularly stellar ratings. So the Academy awarded one Oscar to Goodbye Mr. Chips, and that was for its lead actor. I feel like that should have been Clark Gable, but that's okay. Yeah, but he played this this range of ages from a young Mr. Chips to a super old Mr. Chips. Well, Gone with the Wind was over a lot of years, too. Yeah, Clark Gable didn't really age, though, did he? He was so handsome. Not as handsome as Rocky. (laughs) Uh, He certainly had a better diet than Rocky. No. Really? Really. I didn't see Clark Gable drinking raw eggs. Yeah, well, that was because he was training. (laughs) Training for what? To be a chicken hawk? He sounded kind of like one. Foghorn Leghorn. Wait a minute, no, he was a rooster. Never mind. (laughs) He was trying to stop the chicken hawk. (laughs) It was nominated for a number of other Oscars, including Outstanding Production, which, you know, Best Picture, Best Actress for Greer Garson, nominated for director for best writing for a screenplay for best sound and for best editing what won best editing i think that one should have won because it was really cool wasn't it how at the end that was really all of his dreams oh yeah the end montage yeah yeah it also won the palm d'Or, which is the top prize at the Cannes film festival earmuffs Nothing really to report here. Pretty mild, family-friendly movie. Be G-rated today, I would think. Even the death scenes are alluded to. It's still sad, though. (laughs) Well, we'll get to that. All right, so who's our hero in the movie? Mr. Chips. Mr. Chips, right? Um, Or Kathy, because she did make him a better person. Yeah, okay, so listen. We've had this discussion before. The hero is not the best person in the movie. The hero is the person that the movie is about. Okay. Okay. I still say Kathy. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. She's only in like five minutes of the movie. Yeah, she was only in five minutes of the movie, so I don't know why you're crying about it so much. All right, so our hero. Who's our hero in this movie? Mr. Chips. (laughs) Why would you say it like that? (laughs) Because it should be Kathy, but that's okay. Would you like to see this movie about, about Kathy? Goodbye, Mrs. Chips. Stop! <laughs> and your little baby, too. <laughs> oh my gosh, I whispered that. <laughs> that was so terrible. That was so mean. It was the worst thing I've ever said in my life. <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to keep that in? I don't know. <laughs> All right, so was Mr. Chips a good guy? Yes. Because in the beginning, he was like, 
I mean, the kids deserved it, but he was still kind of mean to the kids, and he wasn't the best teacher that he could be. He was so scared. Yeah, he was shy. He was he was terrified. <laughs> well, he was first terrified of like not being able to control the class, and then he was terrified that he was going to lose his job, and it was the one thing he just really wanted to do, right? Hey, can you imagine being in a class only with like seventh grade boys, sixth or seventh grade boys? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. What would that be like? <laughs> I've, I haven't been in a class full of 6th or 7th graders in a long time. <laughs> I'm so old, I don't remember that. Like 3,000 years ago for you. Well, I thought I was born in 1492. Yeah. So like 8,000 years ago. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's some stellar math you got there. I know. <laughs> But then once he met Kathy, then he became, like, nicer, and he wasn't as scared. And he was also, he made more jokes, and he was, like, a better teacher, I feel like, because his students liked him more. Oh, he was definitely a better teacher. Yeah. He, he, could re- he, he could connect with them once he opened up. It was funny how surprised everybody was. Yeah. That he had, like, a young, attractive wife. Yeah. <laughs> so what were his motivations? To become a better teacher. And love. And love. He didn't really set out to find love. He has an all-boys school with all-boy teachers out in the middle of the country. Not really a place where you're going to find a lot of ladies. Yeah. And the end, you know, like in the very beginning, do you know that girl? Like the the nurse. His housemate. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was going to be her. Oh, wouldn't that have been sweet if they had stayed together? What would have happened if he had had kids? What do you mean? Well, would he still have had such affection for his students? Yeah, why not? I don't know, because he'd be busy with his kids. And then instead of the students being his life, his kids would have been his life. Yeah, but his kids probably would have made him a better person, too. Because that's what kids do. <laughs> yeah, that's what most kids do. <gasps> what? Oh. oh, I wasn't talking about you, dear. <laughs> <laughs> so... Are there any are there any different choices you would have made? Mm, yeah, as the director, I would have made Kathy not die. <laughs> I meant as the hero. <laughs> oh, and then no. Would it have been a good movie if she hadn't died? Yes. Really? Yes. You don't think it would have been kind of cheesy that he goes and finds love and changes and then everybody's happy forever and ever and ever? That would have been perfect. Are you just saying that because you don't want it to be sad? I don't want it to be sad. But that's life. Life is sad. It's the sadness that makes the sweet things so much better. I know. Chocolate Chipping Bakery is a proud sponsor of My Fair Katie. We know how difficult it can be to get people to like you. Especially when you make a bad first impression. Make it better by buying the affection of young lads with sugary treats. Chocolate Chipping Bakery delivers the freshest cakes and muffins to your on-campus residents. Each week you receive two delicious English pastries made from only natural ingredients. Guaranteed sawdust free. As an introductory offer, My Fair Katie podcast listeners can get a free delivery of Oolong Orange Peco, perfect for soothing hurt feelings of loneliness. So sign up for... Your wife dies. <laughs> Stop! <laughs> okay, sorry. 
So sign up for Chocolate Chipping Bakery today and be sure to use code Katie for your free gift. That's Chocolate Chipping Bakery. So just because you're a bad guy doesn't mean you're a bad guy. Who's the bad guy in the movie? His shyness. His shyness? Yeah. yeah. There's not There's not really like a person who's an antagonist, is there? Just the Grim Reaper. Stop. I mean, it's not just his wife, okay? <laughs> but the war. And the baby. And time. See, I didn't even bring that one up. But that's what really drives the plot is is death. It's not like a person interfering like usually with the antagonist is. It's death is just getting in the way. Or another way of saying it is life gets in the way of living. How cheesy did that sound? Really cheesy. <laughs> that was some Austrian Alp fondue cheesy. Fondue's from the Alps. Yeah, I got it. It just wasn't funny. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> All right, so let's talk about the setting. So the setting is English countryside. You forgot to ask if the shyness had a purpose. Okay, did the shyness have a purpose? <laughs> um, did it have a point? Yes. Yeah, what was its point? Um, He didn't want Mr. Chippings to um, not be afraid. Or still have a job. <laughs> okay. So, all right. So I'm on the side of the shyness then. You're so mean. I always take the side of the bad guy. Like I took the side of cancer. I didn't really. You took the side of the wicked witch, though. Oh, I'm totally on the wicked witch's side. 100%. I am 100% on the wicked witch's side. Because you hate Dorothy, or do you just no. hate the movie in general? I don't hate the movie. I just her sister was murdered by Dorothy. It was an accident. Her family heirloom was stolen, and you know she's miserable just because. Let's be honest, she's a little unattractive, and she's had a hard life because of that. People have been monkeys. mean to her and bullied her. Yeah, her only friends are flying monkeys. Imagine if somebody had been nice to the witch. How different would Oz be as a place? What if they had just been nice to the witch and said... Are we really doing this now? Yes. i got to say this. Imagine if Dorothy had just said, Oh, these are your shoes? I'm so sorry. Let's have a cup of coffee. I'll give you your shoes. And we can talk. Would it be much of a movie then? No. But... I understand her perspective is my point. <laughs> All right, then. <laughs> Wait a minute. Death has been the antagonist in several movies this season. Like Gone with the Wind. And seriously, with Gone with the Wind. Everybody dying in Gone with the Wind. Of course, both those movies took place over decades. And so... Yeah, but both of those movies, children died. And children Babies. died. Happened a lot more back then. Both these movies take place in the 19th century in large part. Mr. Chip starts in 1870, which is... 30 years before the 20th century. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Thanks for the math. 
he needed some help. No, I was just going to say, it's only a few years after the Civil War, and, you know, which is pretty early in Gone with the Wind. They kind of overlap, except this continues on through, you know, the 1920s. Okay, anyway, let's talk about the craft work of the movie. <laughs> so how about the cinematography? They showed, like, him getting older over time pretty well. Yeah, but they did this through costume, right? Yeah. Cinematography, you talked about that before with the montages. Like in Rocky. Yeah, like in Rocky. <laughs> but, like, how he had the flashback. Remember we were sitting there watching it, and it was like, you knew the flashback was coming. They, like, set it up. It might have been, like, the first time in movies they had done that. I don't know. Probably, probably not. But certainly. The biggest movie. The earliest one I've ever seen. Where someone's sitting there looking wistfully, and then you know it's going back in time. <laughs> Right. Yeah. Alright, what about the music? The movie, like in the beginning it sounded like a symphony and not like you were at a movie. It did. It did, it seemed kind of out of place, didn't it? Any nitpicking in this one? No. No, it's, it's uh, everything's pretty low-key in it, so it's hard to, to have nits to really pick. I mean, you want to get really picky. Um, he did fall in love in like two days. He did. <laughs> I mean, yeah. It was almost like a Disney movie. Yeah. <laughs> what I was going to say is the makeup. When he was like 55, he looked the same as when he was like 85. They just made yeah. his mustache a little longer. Longer and his hair like a little bit. But they didn't, I, I don't know, I guess they didn't have the same makeup technology. Well, you could put like silicone ring, like make your face puffier and like wrinkle. Yeah, I don't think they had that makeup technology back then. But you could also like give him back your eyes. Because as you get older, so you get more bags. He went to he went to the old man voice in his fifties, you know the well sorry back in my day kind of voice. That's what you sound like. So (laughs) yeah, well, I'm not my fifties yet. In like a couple months, he will be. Not my fifties yet. In a couple months, he will be. All right, so unanswered questions. (laughs) Do you have any unanswered questions? I got one. I have one, too. Okay, what's yours? Who replaced him as a teacher? And did people like the new teacher more? Do you think he went through the same thing? Where he was shy and disliked and then grew into himself? Yeah. And found a wife on a mountain. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I've got one. But... Don't get angry. What was going to be the baby's name? I knew you were going to say something about, like, death or, like... Okay, fine. Sorry. Okay, I got one. When did it become a co-ed school? Does it ever become a co-ed school? What? Brookfield. What does that mean? Boys and girls. Oh. Well, how do you know that it's a co-ed school? Oh, I don't. Okay, so I don't have one. (laughs) All right. The big picture. So what's the message of the film? Love can change you. Hmm. Yeah. Would love makes him a better person. Yeah. Didn't really change him. It just brought him out. Just brought him out. Yeah. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Does the movie have the same meaning today? Yes. Yeah, it holds up today, doesn't it? The same kind of message? Yeah. All right, so overall in cinema history, where do we put this thing? Definitely in the top, like, 50. 50, really? Yeah. You think it should be on the AFI 100 for sure? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm not as high on it. But I like it. 
Okay. Don't give me a sour look. <laughs> I mean, it's not as good as Rocky. Yeah, of course. Nothing's as good as Rocky. <laughs> okay, and the Katie goes to the Cherry Limeade Award, the award for the best part of the movie that you could watch every day. Okay, so I got three. I got Old Man Chips, which I thought he was, I liked him as an old guy. Yeah, I liked him more. Yeah, I did too. I got the Alps, um, which were beautiful in this movie. Yeah. I mean, really pretty. yeah. And then I've got the roll call, which I found very satisfying. I don't know why. I have a knit for this. Oh, thing. you have a knit? You want to step yeah. back? Okay. Um, How did the guy who was like doing the roll call do it so quickly? That's a good point. And it was all on one page. There'd be yeah. like 40 guys in line, but they would, it would only be one page and he'd be checking it off. Yeah. Okay. So fine. That's true. But they kept walking up and they would all tip their hat just. Like, you know, little tip, little tip, little tip. And, and they would say, say their name. name. And it would just like, like so shivering. quickly. <laughs> yeah. It was just so quickly, you know. Boom, 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 boom. And I don't know why. I found it so satisfying. And they would show time <laughs> by making the boys bigger and changing their outfits as time went by. And they would just do the roll call. And as the boys would step up, they would be older. I thought it was a very satisfying way to show the passage of time. Yeah. So it was you... very clever. Yeah, it was. So did you have any you wanted to add? No. Okay, then. The Katie goes to the Alps. Oh, okay. Fair enough. I would go to the roll call, but it's not that my That was work. boring. That's so satisfying. It was so boring. It was so satisfying. It was like four hours of it at the end. Like oh. the very end. Oh, I mean as he's dying and he's remembering all of his, all the sons that he had. La, 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 la. <laughs> all right, the Odessa Steps Award. This is for the best scene. I have the meet cute on the mountaintop with uh, Greer Garson. I've got his proposal on the train station. I've got the forced retirement where everyone freaked out. It kind of reminded me of Rudy when, remember in Rudy? Yeah, when, when, he didn't, like, when he didn't make the team, right? Yeah, and they all put in their jerseys. It reminded me of that. Everybody was just so outraged, and they were just going to stand up for Mr. Chips. And then the last one I have is, don't get upset. This was a nice scene. When he goes no, into when... his headmaster and he goes into the office. And he puts the picture up. Yep, and he puts the picture on the desk. It's a very touching scene. Very well done, I thought. All right. Do you have any other scenes you'd like to nominate? Hmm. No. Okay. What do you think? The meet cute? The proposal? The Rudy scene? Or the tearjerker scene? The tearjerker. Yeah. Yeah. And the kitty goes to the tearjerker scene. Okay. It is a good scene. I like how they waited. I remember we watched it. You're like, that better not be her picture. <laughs> and it was, of course. Okay. This goes to 11, the award for the most over-the-top moment. I'm going to say this is a tough one. And I don't know that I really have anything. I thought the movie was very understated. The old-timey acting was a little melodramatic, but it wasn't, like, crazy over the like top. Like Gone with the Wind. Yeah, with, yeah, with Aunt Pity Pat. It wasn't any of that stuff. Um, and none of the writing was over the top. I mean, yeah, sure, they fell in love after meeting for only a couple of days. Yeah. But I don't really have anything. Do you have anything for this one? No. Okay. I thought that it was kind of, like, over the top, too, how they all, like, climbed on him. Because I feel like the students now would know that you can't do that or you would get in big trouble. Oh, you mean in the first scene? Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, they're seventh grade boys, right? Yeah. They're idiots. Every last one of them. All right, the McDonald's French Fry Award, the award for the most delicious side item. Can we change the name? When you come up with a better one, we can talk about it. But for now, everybody agrees the McDonald's French Fries are like the best thing. No, they're not. Pretty much everybody agrees. Pretty much everybody. No. You're just being contrary. Yeah, you are. Okay, so best side item. Max. Love Max. Collie. Huh, I was going to say, that's number two. The various collies. All I just have all of them because they're all just like one thing. It's just collie. <laughs> There's always just a young collie boy around. Um, and then the teacher's lounge. All the, the teachers just sitting there and with their little comments. I like collie. Collie, yeah. That was a great part. I just realized that there were collies like the first day that he became a teacher. And it then... was a collie who stood up and said the... Smart yeah. line to him that I'm going to get to because I do have it as a quote. Speaking of that, how about if we just jump in? Did you have anything more to say? No. Okay. All right, it's the pictures that got small. All right, here are the quotes I have nominated. Mr. Chip says, I thought I heard you saying it was a pity. Pity I never had any children, but you're wrong. I have thousands of them. Thousands of them. And all boys. That's a tearjerker. Except they're all boys. I mean, seriously, don't brag about that. (laughs) I know the world's changing, Dr. Ralston. I've seen the old traditions die one by one. Grace, dignity, feeling for the past. All that matters here today is a fat banking account. You're trying to run the school like a factory for turning out money-making machine-made snobs. You've raised the fees, and in the end, the boys who really belong at Brookfield will be frozen out. Frozen out! Modern methods, intensive training, poppycock! Give a boy a sense of humor and a sense of proportion, he'll stand up to anything. Nothing? No. Okay. Hey, here's the one with John Colley. Silence! Silence! I'll have no more of it! No more silence, sir. <laughs> <laughs> That's Colley. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> uh, I'll be honest with you. He doesn't really react to that line, but if I were a teacher... And I said, silence, I'll have no more of it. And a kid said to me, (laughs) no more silence, sir. I think I would have lost it. I would have lost it. (laughs) Fired on the first day. (laughs) Okay, here's the next one. Hake Olam Memenese Luvabit. What is that in English? Well, I had to ask mommy because she's a little bit better at Latin than I am. A little bit better. Yeah, well, you know, it was my major too. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we had the same major. I just focused more on the uh, Not culture. And she focused more on the dead languages. Oh, it's not. It's not dead. Latin's not a dead language. No. Latin is considered a dead language. Don't argue that one. You'll lose. <laughs> It means it will please us one day to remember these things. Of course, when he says it, he says, of course, I don't need to translate that for you because all of his students are Latin students. Oh, do you think mommy one day will be like Mr. Chips? Should we start calling her Mrs. Chips? No, because that would mean that she dies. No, that wouldn't mean that she dies. If she's the Latin teacher. (gasps) Then you would die. (laughs) (laughs) 
It's not funny. You're the one who said it with a big smile on your face. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I got one more. Okay, are you ready for this one? Yes. Goodbye, Mr. Chips. Stop. That's... <laughs> How can you not nominate the line when it's what the movie's named after? I know, but it's sad because then he dies. But it's happy. It's happy because he lived a long, full life with lots of love from all these young men. I choose the one with Kali. Okay, it's the funny one. All right. And the Katie goes to no more silence. Okay. <laughs> All right. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Who won the movie? Love. Love. That's such a good answer. I'm not joking. I know you're not joking. Who do you think won? Well, I was going to say Latin, but now I have to say that it's love. Latin? Latin. Because of the teacher? Yeah. Because all those boys learned Latin because he was such a good teacher. No? No. All right, fine. Love. Oh. R-E-S-P-E-C-T. Should this movie be remade? I don't know. In ways, it's been remade a lot of times. Not exactly the same. Not a direct remake. But there's been lots of stories of of the... Well, actually, no. I'm going to take that back. All those movies about teachers... They're about teachers that change the students, not students that change the teacher. Like the Karate Kid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was thinking of like... Uh, yeah, I was thinking of like Dead Poet Society. Okay, well that's boring. Dead Poet Society? Yeah. How do you know? Because it has poetry in the name. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I don't like poetry. Wow. I'm just saying. I'm going to cut that out to save you the embarrassment. Okay. You know, I won a poetry contest one time. Good job. No, it was like a big deal. It was like a regional poetry thing, and I got to go and meet Gwendolyn Brooks. Who's Gwendolyn Brooks? She's a famous poet. What was your poem about? Pain. (laughs) Lost love. All good art's about that. All right. So should this movie be remade? Um, yeah. Wait, no. No? No. Could it be remade? Yeah, but it wouldn't be as good. You don't think so? No. You don't think it'd be better, a little more modernized? No. What if it were placed in the same period? Maybe. I don't know. Modern acting? Color? No. Okay. What do you think? Yeah, I'd like to see her. I'm sure. I'm sure it's been remade. I'm pretty sure it has, but not for a long time. What changes would you make if you were to remake the movie, though? Nobody dies. That's a terrible movie. The whole movie's about people dying. Um. Okay. If you're gonna remake the movie, though, if we decide to remake it, who would you cast as Mr. Chips? Chris Pratt. That would be a good movie. <laughs> It would. It would be different. I can't imagine him as like a mean teacher, though. No. He'd have to act. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, because he's a nice guy, not because he can't act. <laughs> it would be like Rock of Ages with Jack Black. Oh, I know. Who's Jack Black? Jack Black is funny. Mommy and I were talking. Jack Black is the one who should have been to the genie in Aladdin. Oh, Jack Black was 
Oh, he was in Yo Gabba Gabba one time. Your favorite show. He I won. thought that was your favorite show. I love that show. Next category, one I have a catch. Zero to ten, what's the cryability factor here? Nine. Nine? Yeah. That's pretty high. Yeah, but I was crying like since she died to the end of the movie. Yeah. It was pretty rough on you. I have to agree. It was a... Uh, I wouldn't put it at a nine. How would you put it at? Like... An eleven? No. Up would be like an eleven. <laughs> Brian's song would be a... Might be a nine. <laughs> you're going to watch Brian's song one day and you're going to be like, I don't get it. <laughs> Wait, what is it? It's the move, the football movie with Gail Sayers and Brian Piccolo. Lando Calrissian. All right. That's a wrap. So, brief takeaways from the movie. I thought the movie was pretty good for being the classic that it is. I don't think it stands up as well as people probably thought it would 20 or 30 years ago. It's still a good movie. I like that it, it was understated for the time. It was definitely understated. And I think it's pretty good. And it's certainly watchable for the whole family. What are your thoughts? It had a really good message, and it showed like a character... It showed how much you can change over your lifetime and, like, the impact that people have on you. Yeah. I think that's a wrap. That's a wrap.